To combat climate change, flooding, and biodiversity loss, the United Nations has called for the planting of one trillion trees worldwide. The UN has declared 2021 to 2030 as the decade of ecosystem restoration, and it challenges everyone to massively scale up restoration efforts. We are Mr. Casinas and Mr. Darling, and you're listening to A Day in the Life. Hello, HTS, and welcome to episode 38 of A Day in the Life. This month's podcast is focused on the incredible ways we can act as stewards of our environment while reflecting on how our everyday experience impacts the planet. Earlier this month, we had our connections partner with the Wildlife Preservation Canada, which exists to save animal species from extinction, treat our Laurel School students with an engaging presentation on their migratory bird program. The Eco Team once again successfully led the school in fun and engaging Earth Day activities. But before we hear more about that, we first sat down with Mrs. Butler, who addressed students in a chapel talk titled, HTS, Giving Back to the Environment. We are honored to have the HTS Queen Bee join us today. Mrs. Butler, welcome to the Day in the Life podcast. Thank you. Mrs. Butler, can you please share with our audience your role at HTS? So aside from being a grade nine health and physical education teacher, I also spend time as the EcoTeams teacher advisor, both in the senior school and the lower school, and working on all things environmental as the sustainability coordinator from K to 12. Thank you. And in that role, you gave an educational presentation in chapel called HTS Giving Back to the Environment, where you spoke about where we are and why does it matter. Within that, you highlighted stewardship projects that exist at HTS, and this included our bees. Now, I was joking why we called you Queen Bee, Ms. Butler, but you have been instrumental in bringing the bee colony to HTS. And I recently learned that these were a special gift to commemorate a special celebration. Could you tell our audience a little more about this? So the Eco Team was looking for a way to commemorate Canada's 150th birthday celebration. What better way to give back than to take care of a threatened species that is integral to ecosystems all across the country as pollinators? So, Mrs. Butler, uh, what I'm wondering is, uh, with reference to this idea of, of giving back, um, can you explain uh, how that works with our bee colony? Yeah, of course. So, uh, giving back to the environment uh, you, through the bee colony is um, by us providing a safe habitat for the colony in a very advantageous location. The bees obviously take care of themselves, but we ensure that they're monitored for varroa mites, which are a danger to their health. Uh, We treat them with an antibiotic when needed. And as the wildflower populations upon which they feed start to die off when the cold weather sets in, we make sure they have supplemental food to stay strong throughout the winter months, where we insulate the hive to aid in regulating the internal temperature of the hive to 35 or 36 degrees Celsius, um, which the bees do themselves um, around the queen to keep her alive till the spring. And that's part of the HTS curriculum, you work with other grades in that? Yeah, so different grades take turns doing different portions of caring for the bees. 
As you know, Mrs. Butler, the UN has declared uh, 2021 to 2030 as the decade of ecosystem restoration. And so specifically with reference to HTS, I'm wondering how our pollinator gardens or uh, and or our new bat program help restore our ecosystem. So one of the keys to restoring ecosystems is to maintain their biodiversity. So the more varied your plant and animal populations are, the more likely they are to survive and thrive in providing habitat and food for native species. So our pollinator gardens provide nectar for our bees and our hopeful new guests, the bats, who in turn collect pollen and deliver it from flower to flower to cross-pollinate to create the foods that we enjoy every day. And where are the pollinator gardens located on campus? So we have um, three native species along the back of the school. Mm -hmm. uh, when you look out the library windows, you can see three of them. And uh, we installed uh, a new one along the uh, middle school side of the mm -hmm. school as well. Great. Another stewardship project you highlighted, Ms. Butler, in your presentation was tree planting with Friends of the Rouge, which is one of our Connections partner. Now, for our listening friends at home who may not know, Friends of the Rouge Watershed is a charitable organization that coordinates environmental projects with visible, lasting ecosystem, watershed, and community benefits. And since 1991, Friends of the Rouge and its volunteers and partners have helped to create a Rouge Park, watershed, and greenbelt plans, plant and maintain more than 7, 745,000 native trees, shrubs, and flowers, and restored over 3.5 million square meters of native forest, wetland, and meadow habitat. So they've been very active in terms of um, having a sustainable community and environment, which is fantastic. So Ms. Butler, my question to you is, how does planting of trees help get back to the environment and help restore our local ecosystem? Yeah, so uh, personally, I greatly value our partnership um, with Friends of the Rouge. I've been working with them um, to plant trees on our campus and in surrounding areas since I started at HTS in 2003. Mm. Wow. So it's a very strong um, partner uh, for us and the eco team here. Now at HTS, the tree planting that we do here has many benefits. So one of the things is that trees reduce soil erosion and being in the middle of a suburban neighborhood, our forests and wetland actually slow and filter the runoff that travels through our campus. Um, the other interesting thing is that our forest is starting to lose its biodiversity, both due to age and the ongoing issue of invasive species. And in our case, mostly the European buckthorn tree. So going back to what we discussed about biodiversity, the invasive buckthorn is not eaten by anything. And so it chokes out our native species from healthy growth and regeneration. Planting trees in our forest will help restore that biodiversity to support a healthy ecosystem, rich with diverse habitat to provide homes for insects, birds, and other small animals that call our campus home. Great, and that also ties into a Earth Day activity which we'll hear more about from our eco-team leaders later on in the podcast. I think bats are so cool. I'm wondering, are we getting a bat house and, and where's that going? How does the bat program work? Yeah, so every year on Earth Week, we try to come up with a new sort of habitat support project. And this year it was about the bats. So many of our bat populations in Ontario are struggling mm -hmm. with a, a fungal disease called white nose syndrome. And so we can actually provide a habitat. It's a bat house. And mm -hmm. our grade ones spent their afternoon painting the bat houses black so that they can absorb the sun's energy and keep them warm. That's mm -hmm. where they rest and raise their young. 
And, uh, and they also spent a lot of time uh, observing the school grounds and finding just the perfect place to put a bat box in hopes that we will attract some new visitors. Very exciting, thank you. Mrs. Butler, we'd like to thank you for not only taking the time to chat with us today, but for all your efforts in motivating our students and staff to give back to the environment HDS. So thank you for everything that you do. Absolutely, thanks for having me. As I mentioned earlier, the ECO team organized and led all three divisions in the experiential learning activities. Mr. Casinas caught up with the leaders of the ECO team to learn more about Earth Week. Let's have a listen. I am joining the podcast studio with Alyssa and Nicole, who are the co-heads of our ECO team. Thank you both for sitting down with the, sitting down with me today. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, so I thought for starters, we could start off and you could explain some of the activities that the students participated throughout Earth Week. So each day for Earth Week, we had decided on a theme. So every day, the activities for that day were based around that theme. On Tuesday was Trash Tuesday. Wednesday was Wildlife Wednesday. Thursday was Techless Thursday. And Friday was Eco-Friendly Friday. On Trash Tuesday, we held an event called Trash Cabal where students had a pile of trash and waste and they had to sort it had to sort it in the correct bin recycling or the garbage and the, the lesson and main takeaway from this activity was not only did it revolve around sorting trash but littering as well since littering causes air pollution so that was the main lesson they learned excellent is that in what division was that in senior school senior school yeah. and during during lunch time um during assembly time. During, excellent Another activity that we had for all divisions of the school was campus cleanup. So for senior school, they did it during TAG on Tuesday, and then the lower school did it Friday afternoon right before their Earth Day workshops, and middle school also participated in it during the week. And each division, the students from the division, went around our HTS campus with garbage bags, and they picked up a lot of trash that was on the campus, masks, candy wrappers, and some found some interesting items. But I think from that, our campus looks so much cleaner now. That's fantastic. That's also one of our nice traditions of K through 12 on Earth Day or during Earth Week going out and cleaning up our campus, but also out on Bayview, which are the green eyes we're cleaning up as well as part of the Bayview cleanup. So that's, that's a fantastic way of being a good steward and looking after the environment uh, for, the, for the generations to come. We are sitting with Deborah. So our theme to, for Earth Day is Eco-Friendly Friday. So Deborah, why is it important to know about or participate in tree planting? Um, I think it's important to participate in tree planting as a school because we've been given the responsibility to take care of this forest and it's the land that we're privileged to have our school on. So we should take care of it and trees help the environment and help our forest grow. And so I think we should all take the time to give back to the land that we're on right now. Alyssa and Cole, on top of all, all of this activities, we also had tree planting with Friends of the Rouge, one of our Connections partners. And we had middle school and senior school students planting trees in the morning. We also had eco-team leaders planting with grade threes, which is a great sight to see. Um, Alyssa, how many trees did we plant on Earth Day and what species were they? So on Earth Day, we planted 180 native silver maple and white spruce trees. 
that's fantastic and hopefully as uh, students get older uh, those trees will grow with the students as they go through hts uh, nicole what is the point here why is it important to plant trees I think it's important because it helps improve the quality of our natural surroundings and trees and forests absorb carbon and water to reduce climate change and flooding so they help improve the air and water quality as well as human health and biodiversity. Excellent and not only does planting trees have a local impact it also has a great global impact so to live by that saying think global act local is very important environmentally. I'm here with the grade eights and this is Andrea. So the question I have for Andrea is why do you think tree planting is important for the environment? Tree planting is very um, essential because the environment and the ecosystems are based off of like plants and animals and trees help support the different animals living and also the other plants, even us just with oxygen and nature having fresh air. I'm here with a grade nine student, Kelly, and she's going to tell us why she thinks tree planting is important for the environment. I mean, trees, we kind of need trees to survive. And since there's so much deforestation happening, um, planting trees is just a small step we can do to help our environment. In the Laura School, we continue the tradition of having eco-team members lead students in a number of fun and engaging Earth Day activities. Alyssa, what are some of those activities uh, that Laura School students participated in? Some of the activities they participated in were grade one did a workshop on bat boxes, which are going to be hung up around our campus. Grade two did worms and composting. Grade three did tree planting. Grade fours went to the front field and worked with our honeybees. And grade five did a workshop on personal gardening and food miles. That's fantastic. And just in that variety of activities, you can see how much students and staff are being stewards of our campus here. And that seventh generation principle of looking for seven generations, generations beyond us. Um, Alyssa, before we hand it over to Nicole, what's, what's one of your takeaways or uh, something that surprised you from this day? Uh, one of my takeaways was just how conscious we need to be about like helping the environment and even small things that we can do can reduce like carbon emissions. For example, planting our own fruits and vegetables or herbs helps to reduce food miles because food from California, like strawberries, you can't get that in the winter in Ontario. So it, it's a lot of money and it creates a lot of CO2 emissions transporting the strawberries to Ontario. So if we grow our own vegetables, we can significant, significantly reduce CO2 emissions and overall help our planet. I totally agree. Reducing that carbon footprint uh, is a long way of, you know, how you can act as a being engaged citizen. Nicole, what was one of your takeaways um, from Earth Day? Um, one of my takeaways was probably how it's so important to engage the youth in teaching them about the environment, how to preserve our ecosystems, and all the different lessons they were able to learn from our workshops and working with role models from the senior school and leaders. That's fantastic, and that also ties nicely into the United Nations 
goal for this decade as well as restoring the ecosystems that we we all have a part to play on this planet nicole and Alyssa, i want to thank you for your service your stewardship and your leadership uh, for earth day and earth week and for the entire year uh, and before i have you go um, i understand that you captured some student voices on earth day could you tell us what that was we went around each workshop and asked students on what they've been learning in their workshops and how that applies to what they will do in the future. Excellent. Let's have a listen. I'm here with the grade ones and today they made bat boxes as their Earth Day workshop. So right now sitting with me I have... Renisha. Alan. Spencer. Long. Kelly. Quinton, Vanette, Eleanor, Violet, Claire. So I have a question for all of you. So you made bat boxes today. So do you know why it's important to put bat to put bat boxes up? Yes. Okay. You have to make bat boxes so the bats can live and not die. You have to make back boxes, bat boxes to, to make the bats not die and the bats can eat bugs. To keep them away from predators and I, uh, and I decided for a stop sign because, because the stop sign didn't die and it will stop the predators. To make a home for bats to live. To keep a, a bat safe. So predators will, will not kill the bats so they can so the bats can live for a long long time because the bats are black because they are camouflaged and the predators don't see them um to make the bats happy I'm with a grade 2 student, Julia, and she's been participating in a workshop about vermicomposting. Why do you think vermicomposting is important? It helps the plants grow and improve our soils. It is good for the environment. I'm here with the grade 5s and they're doing a gardening workshop. And right now I have with me... Antonio. And Antonio, I have a question for you. Mm -hmm. Why do you think it's important to source your food locally? I think it's important to source your food locally because today we learned that if you want to import your food from far places like Florida, it causes a lot of greenhouse gases to fly your airplane to all the way up here to Ontario. I'm here with the grade fives and they're doing a gardening workshop. So right now with me, I have Lily, Jennifer, Melody, Summer, and I have a question for you. So why do you think it's important to get your food locally? To support our community. To make sure that everyone can have food. And to make sure that we don't like pollute the earth because it's traveling all over. Well, that's all for this episode showcasing Earth Week. We want to give a shout out to our EcoTeam leaders, Alyssa and Nicole, and all the EcoTeam members for their dedication and leadership this month. 
We also want to give a special thank you to Mrs. Butler for educating and motivating us all at HTS and how we can give back to the environment. Tune into our next episode where we continue to highlight more of our amazing Connections partners. Bye for now.